Welcome to the All Things Reality TV podcast. My name is Laith. I'm joined with my co-host Champagne. We are back with a Big Brother themed episode. So inspired by the 31st season of Survivor, we're trying to do something a little bit different and we're going to be dreamcasting um, a Big Brother Second Chances season. And we were kind of thinking about how to go about this. So what we did, I have four girls and I have four guys that I picked and Laith did the exact same four girls, four guys. But we're probably going to have a little bit overlapping. We have no idea of each other's list. I also have a couple alternates. And to be completely honest with you, I have been going like back and forth, back and forth. I'm just very strategically trying to put this together and trying to put this as best as I can, but I just keep going back and forth. Yeah, we're gonna be doing it draft style, so um, I'm probably gonna get some hate from our like hardcore fans, but like, I am not like a, I love Big Brother, but I like cannot binge watch those earlier seasons, so like, uh, yeah, stop, oh my god. (laughs) It's just like, it's too much to watch those really old seasons, so I, I, the early season I've seen is BB13, so that's like the farthest back one of my pick goes, I know, probably so annoying. So, this is just like our picks from the seasons that we've seen, so there's probably some in those far back, seasons that champagne might have or something we might be missing um but this is just our personal picks so um i'll get things started with the first girl round um i think this might be a little bit out of left field from bb16 it's it's paola so she was evicted she was i know she was evicted (laughs) second i believe second or third pretty early on pre-jury um i loved her i think she'd be a fun different character i think she had like that lower level thing of strategy that like we didn't really get to see full hand um because there's a pretty dominant alliance early on that she couldn't really compete with. And I think that's the whole like nature of, of second chance. Like she's kind of like, maybe could be a Kelly Wentworth type person who comes back on a second chance season and kind of like really proves everyone wrong. Kelly Wentworth coming into second chances of survivor was so irrelevant. Nobody knew who she was. So same thing with Paula. People might not remember her. I remember when I first watched BB 16, I was a Paula stand. I was so emotional when she went home. So I think it'd be hilarious to see her back on um, a big brother, second chances season. Honestly, I think, no, honestly, Kelly Wentworth was literally a a big Survivor fan. She knew the ins and outs. She literally studied Survivor. Paula, I'm going to be completely honest with you, probably has never seen a season. How would you know that? Okay, wait, okay. Hold up, Champagne. Hold up right there. Kelly Wentworth, you're saying- Okay, no, 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 no. Have you seen, okay, I just recently rewatched- Big Brother 16 with my dad. She had no idea what a back door was. She had no idea of strategy. And that's what makes it hilarious. Paula, okay, yes, but as like a viewer, she has no idea of strategy. She has no idea of gameplay. She was literally a recruit that literally had no idea. So first disagreement, I guess. But just champagne, Kelly Wentworth, you sing this all now, but like, when it first aired at the time, you weren't you you're watching it backwards where you knew who she was going into her first season. No a literally bit, not when really, I watched the sec when I watched the second chance cast reveal, I had no idea who she was. I was literally and I and I loved season twenty nine, but I literally had no idea who she was. And I'm a Kelly Wentworth stand now, don't get me wrong. But I think Paola could come in there and surprise some of us. I don't know. She was she won a, comp, a couple comps, she won the Battle of the Block. I think okay, Paola but like you literally had a 50-50 chance of winning the Battle of the Block. Other Whatever, that, Champagne. Okay, complete. moving on. Who's okay. your first girl pick? No, 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 no. First, first girl pick, Paola no, no, from no, no, BB16. No, 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 no. I want to... <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to state my case. Honestly, I feel like Paula would be another... 
uh, I should be a David coming back on no, All Stars. No, don't just even does say that, Shandy. In. Okay, entertainment value. I would love to see Paula. I was actually a Paula fan. I thought she was hilarious. I loved her, but she knows nothing about Big Brother. And honestly, she uh, comparing her. I'm like mad at you, Champagne. <laughs> actually, I can't believe you're you're talking about like, like your this. pick is like I feel like extremely good um, TV wise, but. I don't know. I was just very you strategic remember, with though, my picks. You can't just have a bunch. You can't just have 16 strategic mega minds in one season. It would be too much of a cluster. But you look at second chances and you think of people who like genuinely deserve a second chance. Champagne, you didn't does. watch. I, you Guys, Champagne hasn't seen Survivor Second Chance yet. There was a girl named Monica who literally did nothing. She straight up told she straight up told a guy like like she's like, I'm not voting for you to win. Like that's that was her case to stay and not be voted out to go on the jury. Like that's the dumbest thing ever. Like that's not like how it's gonna be in a second chance season. Not everyone's gonna be strategic. This is probably like my biggest one that's not a strategic person. Actually I do have another one later on that's not very strategic. But Oh God. And so oh, I just think I think I know who I think is. we should move on. We've spent way too much time talking about Paola. But my first pick, officially putting it in there, first pick of of Big Brother Second Chances is Paola. Okay, my first pick, which I don't know, you might put this in here. Um this season, um, very blacklisted. No one likes to talk about it, but my first girl is hundred percent Helen. <gasps> I think she I had was her on my so amazing. See, she was so good. Yeah. She was so good. She was actually running that game for the longest time, and she got blindsided. She did not expect it. Mm -hmm. She honestly was playing that game so well, and she's someone we all have seen. I actually, Laith showed me this, the Twitter, where someone allegedly Helen pushed was her off. pushed. Helen was pushed. 100%. Yeah, there's a big controversy about that. I think we'll, I'll try to remember if you guys are listening, if you haven't heard about it, we will link that tweet um, in the, the bio. If it's still up there, I'll try to look for it um, in post production of this. It's podcast. very convincing. Very, it's, it's very clear. convincing. And when I watched it for the first time, <laughs> I had no idea that that happened. I just found out about, found out about this recently. So um, yeah. Helen was pushed. Helen was robbed. So contrary to our last pick, I 100% stand by Champagne's pick to add Helen. I, I had her as one of my alternates, actually. She was taken off for Paula, which is probably... Oh, a my God, why? <laughs> I think Helen was amazing. I think she was almost too big of a threat to win. They noticed that she was literally calling every single shot. So, as they should, they got rid of her. I mean, definitely a second chance. Very good for the game. Yeah. All right. So moving on, we don't need to waste any more time discussing that because we're in an agreement immediately. Um, my first guy pick, also from BB16, you're probably going to hate this as well, Champagne. I want to see Devin from BB16. Okay, low-key, he was like kind of on my radar. Low-key. He, once again, I think the most strategic player, definitely not. But he ran the pre-jury of BB-16. He was in a majority alliance. He caused the drama. Him and Paula, imagine them back in the house together. Hilarious. So much controversy. So much drama. I want to see it. Last time we had an all-people, an all-returner season for Big Brother, it was so lame. There was no drama. I want the drama in this season. And I think Devin can bring that. He was the most problematic person probably in the past five, seven years of Big Brother. So my first guy pick is Devin for BB-16. And what I love about BB-16 is every single character has a purpose. Every single character is memorable. That's why I love BB-16. And honestly, he was low-key on my radar. Not really, though. Let's be honest. He created a majority of lines, which 
the bomb squad did well. It was an all boys alliance. Honestly, do we want to see that in the future? No, we hate all boys alliances. Sorry, that's just my opinion. And then you did. He did really stupid. He literally, without telling the bomb squad, added in Amber B and Christine. To make it eight. And then he wakes up Beast Mode Cowboy in the crack of the morning and say, hey, I just added two more people to the alliance. Rookie mistake. Who does that? First of all, yeah, I get it. Now it's eight versus six, but you can't have a whole house as an alliance. Obviously, that won't work. Final eight. Like, what? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dumb player. I, I, I agree. But the entertainment value, 100%. Oh, 100%. I think he'd be amazing to see back on Big Brother, and I think it would be hilarious. So that is my second pick. Locking it in, Devin from BB16. Very interesting. Okay, so my first pick, honestly, you have no idea who this is, from BB8, if you guys remember, Eric Stein. Oh, I know who this is. I know who this is, actually. Yeah. Okay. So he was actually, he got fifth place. He was, okay, here's the thing about him, though. This is, he... Out of everyone on my list, he's the one that deserves a second chance the most. He got crowned America's pl- America's player, and with that power came a lot of responsibilities. And that was his so downfall, he, right? That's why I, that that's was why his I downfall is. because America voted who he wanted to basically keep and get rid of every single week, and he had to campaign for whatever America wanted. He had to go against some of his own alliance members, some of the people he didn't even want gone. Essentially, America's player is the reason why Danielle. And Evil Dick were still in the game because they were about to be eliminated. If it wasn't for Eric campaigning for literally Dick to stay, there's no way they would have made it. And honestly, for sure, he came out of that saying, I wish I would have played my own game. But he did the responsibility. America voted him. So he felt he had to owe America by doing it, which I agree with. But at the same time. He needs to come back. He needs to play his own game. What he thinks is good for himself and not America. So he 100% deserves a second chance. Yeah, I, I do agree with this. I, I Even though I haven't seen this full season, I have seen the clips of it. And I've, I've heard about this in the past about why he was robbed. I think this is probably the dumbest twist ever. Like, I would It was too much power. Off. I'd be pissed off. He really had no control. It was all America. He had no control. Exactly. And it was That's why I would be so mad. Power. If I was in his position and I get on Big Brother or Survivor or show, a reality show that I love and I'm forced to do what America wants, are you kidding me? I'd be livid. <laughs> I would I would. Be I mean, yes, so he made money. So, like, I do understand it from that perspective. But Not the $100,000. I know. <laughs> All right. So, that is our um, that Champagne Second Guy pick, Eric Stein from BB-8, locking that in. Moving on to my second girl pick. I think moving out of the funny, just dramatic people... Um, I think a strategic mastermind, she ran her game and was robbed just at the final three. Vanessa from BB17, yep, I want to see her back on my, on my screen. Yep. I was so sad when she wasn't called back for All-Stars. I remember when I heard All-Stars was happening, I didn't hear her on a rumored list. And I was like, please, like I was hoping on an off chance she would pull up somehow, some way. 100%. We didn't get to see her. She the the moves she made, the way she manipulated everyone. She would use her her tears to her advantage. I loved every second of it. When she backstabbed Austin, he didn't even have shoes on. Yep. How iconic is yep. that? Like, it just. I want to see her back on my screen. I know that she could dominate. I think it's been a long enough time since the last time she played that it's not as um, fresh, and that people might 
honestly underestimate her in the beginning again. Um, honestly, so- I disagree with that because she's a poker player. They're going to know how good she is. She's They're going to know her tricks. And it's almost like she's going to be seen as a threat very early on. And the thing, I'm watching BB17 right now. I'm re-watching it with my dad. And the thing about Vanessa's game, don't get me wrong, honestly, probably one of the most strategic players I've ever seen on Big Brother. Here's the problem, though. She pretty much ran it all, don't get me wrong, but it was almost too strategic, whereas Mm -hmm. her social game was a little lackluster. It was almost everything was super calculated, but she didn't really have as strong as connections as she did strategic game. I completely agree. Um, But the thing is, like... I think you might be overestimating how bad her social game was because the emotion that went into, for example, Austin's eviction, that doesn't happen from just a strategic connection. So yes, on a level she could have, that's where she needs improvement. But I think that her strategic strategy and I think her low key social game could be her key to success in um, BB Second Chances. So locking in that pick for me, um, Vanessa from BB17. I had her on my list as well. So very good pick, very good pick. So from my second girl pick, and Laith already knows this is coming. I'm a big fan of hers. Haley. Yes. Love her. She was able to make moves that nobody else was able to do. When she won the hacker comp, who did she put up? Tyler. Nobody else in that season, I think, actually put up Tyler. And when she had the power to, she's a hacker, as she should. She put up the biggest threat. However, her downfall was telling everyone she was the hacker. If you guys remember, Bailey was blamed for being the hacker. And Haley, such a good person, she couldn't hold it in. She ended up calling a house meeting and basically saying, don't blame Haley. You guys owe her an apology because I was the hacker. Honestly, that was her downfall to the season because after that, Tyler was coming after her, Casey was coming after her, Angela was coming after her. So while she was able to make those strategic good moves, her downfall was being a little bit too honest and being a little bit too emotional. I think that she played the best hand she could in the terrible alliance that she was in. Her alliance was constantly going after each other when there was a clear, powerful alliance that was running the house on the other side. Um, Yep. I wanted to put Haley on my list, but I honestly didn't because I knew that Champagne would. So always. um, once again, I think a great pick. So locking that in one more time, we're going to have Haley from BB20 on our season. Oh, uh, for sure. Oh my God. And of course it was with Fessy. Of course. We are an anti, we are a Fessy hate podcast. Um, (laughs) So moving on to my second guy, um, I have Lawan from BB13. Oh, shut up. Uh, That was literally on my radar. Oh my God. As like a funny pick. As a funny pick. I think yes, a funny pick, but I also think he could have done something well later in the season. Once again, I think he could be someone, Kelly Wentworth vibes potentially, who was sent home pretty early in their first season and could come back and be underestimated and then make a big impact. It's hard to tell. It's extremely hard to tell because he literally evicted himself thinking he was going to immediately come back with special powers. Like, (laughs) that's the running joke. That's the meme. 
But here's the thing. You can't automatically assume that you're just going to come back with special powers. He had to win his ba- way back in. And he ended up losing, like, actually pretty bad. <laughs> True. Um, That was his downfall. But, oh, my gosh, such a funny player. I feel like he would have a good social game. Um, He's obviously thinking, you know, big powers. I don't know. It's it's a hit or miss. Um, Very unpredictable. I think because of that terrible move he did, he would be so underestimated. And I think he would come back. I you're think right. He's someone who could potentially really embody a second chance season um, because it's all about learning from your first mistakes. And I think he could really learn from those mistakes. And also, BB-13 was a terrible season. He was up against... Anytime when you're up against returnees, like half returnees, half newbies, that's like so unfair to the new people, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And he was playing in a duo with someone he didn't know against duos that were like married siblings whatever like so he was at a big disadvantage and i think coming into this season he would be really underrated and i think he could really come in and make a big impact so locking that in for lawan um from bb13 and then my second pick which honestly i would not have put this on my list unless if i didn't re-watch big brother 20 um and like I said, I feel like rewatching it, you really get to understand the game more. And actually, BB20 was the first season I ever watched. So first round, didn't really understand it. Watching it back, Brett is my number two pick. And I think he just played such an underrated game, very low key, but he was very strategic. He had, he was able just to talk his way. He had very big charisma and he was in that majority alliance but at the same time he was working Haley he when yeah. Haley was HOH he was all flirty with Haley he was he really good with JC exactly like he tried to he tried to create that low key um no one would expect this with Rockstar even though <laughs> and then he that still didn't went up, after her <laughs> I know it didn't it didn't, didn't end up working out but I feel like he had a really good social game and when For you sure. watch it back he was actually going to make the first move against the girls, Casey and Angela, he was going to make that move. And then he actually got blindsided at the double eviction. So if it yeah. wasn't for that double eviction, he still would have been in the game. And him and JC would have gone after Casey and Angela breaking up really that whole alliance. I think he was just very underrated. He played a very low-key game, but it was extremely strategic. And, you know, if it wasn't for him being blindsided, I think he could have gone really, really far. He was also good in comps. For sure. I think that he is someone even, I think he'd be another underrated person coming back. I think people would forget how good he was. Yeah. Um, he People are forgetting he's a cybersecurity engineer. People yes. forget that he was playing both sides of the house flawlessly. Um, yeah. Even like he, the fact that he was able to manipulate Rockstar into working with him and make her think that it was beneficial to her to work with him <laughs> after he literally called her out on her daughter's birthday. <laughs> so I think that that's a great pick. Um, and I think he'd be a good villain pick because you got to have oh, those yes. people in there. So yes. locking that in for Champagne's second guy pick, Brett from BB20. Great pick, Champagne. Um, so moving back to the girls, I think I, this is a pretty good pick. I think you're going to like this one, Champagne. Um, from BB19, and I hate BB19, but from BB19, Jessica Graff. Shut the fuck up. That was literally my third. That was literally <laughs> my third. That was literally my third pick. I love Jessica Graff. She was the shining star in that terrible, terrible, terrible season. Um, I know Champagne weirdly loves BB-19. I know weird guys, right? But Champagne weirdly loves BB-19. I hated it. I thought it was one of the worst seasons I've ever seen. But outside of BB-21 or 22, they've all been pretty bad recently. But um, I think Jessica Graff really stood out. And I think she 
she worked with Cody well. She worked from the bottom well. Great pre-jury. I think she she made the whole pre-jury entertaining. If it was not for her, once she went home, the show sucked. So I think that she would bring the drama. And we saw she can win. Her and Cody won the Amazing Race. So I think her yes, coming back in. Yes, that was also she, a factor. I think she could come back in and really do well. And I think if she gets into a good girls alliance, she could do well in this game and honestly win the whole thing. As far as gameplay, I really respected what she did. I think her and Cody were the first people to really go after Paul, take a big hit. And honestly, watching back, if it wasn't for that showmance, everybody hated Cody. Everyone wanted Cody gone. And the only reason... They had that week where it was Jessica and Cody on the block. The only reason they sent home Jessica is because they felt like she could make a better impact on the game. She had more social um, interactions with people. Cody Cody was very real. He kept it very straight. But if it wasn't for Cody, I think Jessica, honestly, she's very empowered. She's very good. At, I don't know. I, I respect her as a as a competitor. I think she would have gone very well. I think that she could be very similar to Janelle. She's kind of like an all-nothing yes. kind of thing. Where Janelle has played four times. Twice she went home pre-jury. Twice she made it to the very end. So I think Jessica's very similar where she kind of could rub people the wrong way, but also she's like a boss. You know, mm-hmm. like she could if, if, if she's in there with the right people, she was playing with a bunch of idiots that were being manipulated by by Paul, and if she were to come back in there with some actual high-level players, I think she could really work well with them, similar to how Janelle did in Big Brother All-Stars, the first All-Stars. So locking that in, Jessica Graff, BB19, Champagne, who is your next girl pick? Okay, I'm gonna put these two in the same exact category. I actually, so I'm just gonna read off my third and fourth. I put these people basically in the same category because I think that they deserve a second chance, and I think that they could really excel. I put Alyssa from BB. 15 and I also put Tiffany Russo from Big Brother 18 and you're probably like what they kind of went home eh. you know what I mean even I was thinking that I was going no, back and I forth. think that people I'm a big fan of people who went pre-jury coming back for a second chance on, on a second chance season so I think and I honestly was a stand of Tiffany when she was almost won the battle back I was cheering for her I wanted her to win so bad <laughs> well my strategy behind this is Alyssa Riley her sister won Big Brother, her sister Rachel Riley is a huge name in Big Brother. I mean, literally her wedding was televised. She was on The Amazing Rage, huge name. Did that put a target on Alyssa's back? Absolutely. She came back on 15, Rachel won, Big Brother 13. And back to back, Vanessa was a huge player in BB17. Her sister Tiffany came back the next season, BB18. I think that put a very big target on both of them. And so I think if they were to come back, not being a recent season, you know, I think people were able to sniff it out. Oh my God, that's Vanessa's sister. Oh my God, that's Rachel's sister. That put a big target on them. And I think if they were to come back seasons later, years later, I think that they would actually have a very good shot at winning, um, not having that title behind them. So Mm -hmm. I kind of put my third and fourth category together. I put Alyssa Riley and Tiffany, Tiffany Russo for the exact same reason that they had someone extremely powerful tied to their name and honestly that was their downfall yeah i had both of those people listed on my alternates so i think did those are both you? great picks i did so oh i'm happy gosh. so i'm happy that you put them on because if if they weren't in my top four they were in fifth sixth seventh but wow i was i was i loved both of them when they first were on i think they would be hilarious to be back on and i think a dynamic with tiffany and vanessa back in there could be similar to like survivor winners at war where we saw boston rob and amber together where one of them might go home early but the other might go a little bit further 
character. So mm-hmm. I think that'd be really great to watch. And you never know, like, I think Tiffany, I, I think Tiffany working with Vanessa, Vanessa t- would telling her what to do, coaching her through it. Oh, They yes. could go pretty far and maybe even make it to a final two like a, like a Dick and Danny did. So mm-hmm. I think that would be a really good dynamic and I would love to see that. So locking two picks in for Champagne, Alyssa Riley from BB15 and Tiffany from BB18. So moving back into the men, um, my next pick from BB17 is Johnny Mac. So- Shut the f- up that's who i had shut the fuck up that was literally <laughs> on my list oh my god i knew god. see that, that that was the one that i said that i knew you would have so oh my god, i think he list. was he was a fan favorite he, yes 100 he, he killed it honestly he was hilarious he was involved in some strategy i wouldn't say he's the most strategic person but he was involved in some level of strategy he made oh, it he far. was involved in so much strategy he was yeah. literally like i'm saying i'm re-watching the season right now such a great season he was literally able put his neck out on the line just to gain trust from people and people were able to rely on him to trust him these people ended up keeping him safe and basically giving him a chance to win himself off the block like i said most of the times he was on the block but nobody voted him home because everyone trusted him he gained all that trust um and it ended up working out with it for him yeah, for sure. And I think he's also just like, you need those characters in there. I think he's oh someone God. who's a His perfect DRs balance. are probably one of my favorite DRs. Exactly. He's just such a quirky person. You would never expect him to be a dentist. Actually, nobody believed he was a dentist. It was so funny. And he's just, he's so likable. I just think when you have those characters in there, um, they really bring so much entertainment value. And I think the fact that he 100%. has both a strategic level and a comedic level to him, it really yes. would just make the perfect um, the perfect addition to this cast. So locking that I in, had him Johnny Mac from BB17. So Champagne, now that I took your last guy pick, who is your alternate that's coming in that's getting a chance? So for my number three, um, I am oh, so locked in on this pick from BB15. Like I said, blacklisted, but I love... I don't know. I just, strategically, I liked this player, but they deserve a second chance. And I put McRae. Now, we all see McRae at the beginning. He was winning all these comps. He was actually really surprisingly dominating and proving himself, but he got caught up in a showmance with Amanda. And he really took his focus off of the game and put it more towards Amanda. And even with Amanda, they were still able to control a lot of the game. But... I would like to see him back on second chances without that showmance, without Amanda, because she's a very dominant person. So I would like to see McCray on his own, not in a showmance. And I feel like he has that really good. He's good at comps. He's strategic. And he's likable. I, I think that's a great pick. I think he was fun to watch. Um, I honestly really have nothing else to add, honestly. I think that's a really good pick. Um, and he was not he was not on my list Thank of alternates, you. but I think that was a really good pick, and I would love to see him again. Locking that in for Champagne, McRae from BB15. So moving back in, I guess I'm the only one that's going to have a girl pick this round. Um, final round for the girls. <laughs> um, this might be a little... This that's is probably going to be underwhelming for the last girl pick. Um, it's going to be Caitlyn from BB20 hilarious she i am a huge fan of anyone problematic and she was the most problematic she the and production obviously loved her because they literally gave her a bottle back that was the easiest thing ever and she still failed comedic justice i don't know to be honest she created the fauté lines and went completely against him kept sam and voted out steve first week she really just 
was a flip-flopper. And like I said, that could work out in her advantage. But in BB20, that did not work out in her advantage. But, you know, her saving grace, she won the second HOH and she put up Swaggy, an alliance member. (laughs) Honestly, it was a pretty big shock. And honestly, for some odd reason, everybody was a fan of Swaggy. There was people wearing Swaggy t-shirts the entire season. And the fact that she had to put up a very likable person, Swaggy C, really doubted in everybody's head where mm-hmm. her loyalty's at. So I feel like she's if she came back, she'd be looked at as a snake. And you couldn't really trust her. So honestly, I'm not sure how she would do in a second chances. But entertainment value, 100%. Someone, for example, like Abby Maria, who was very problematic in her first Survivor season, came back in Survivor Second Chances and people brought her along as a goat. People wanted to have Abby Maria at the end with them to be the person they would beat. I think that could be potentially how people view Caitlyn. Um, I think she could be taken along, if especially because these players are smart. They're not going to be looking at just like an easy vote for someone being problematic. That's not how these players are going to play. So I think that if someone like Vanessa sees how she can manipulate um, Caitlyn, I think Caitlyn's a very emotional person, can be manipulated very easily by a really smart player. So if someone like a Vanessa, if someone like uh, maybe a Haley, even though Haley played with her the first time, it didn't work out too well. But if they can find a way to manipulate her in the proper way, Brett manipulated her perfectly the first season. So I think that people can find a way to use her to their advantage. She will be taken far to the end. And I think that that could really benefit her. So locking that in, Caitlin from BB20 is my final girls pick. So Champagne, move into us. What is your final male pick? Okay, so sadly enough, you didn't watch this season. I'm kind of mad at you because honestly, you would really like this player. Not even kidding. You would love this player. Okay, this is a very villainous player. Honestly, though, this person got taken out because they were seen as a huge threat and honestly, a very social player. Um, Do you know Matt Hoffman from BB12? I don't. Okay. So very villainous player looked at as a villain. Um, He was actually in with Blaine, Hayden, Enzo, and Matt. They were all in the brigade. They were all super, super solid. But then you have Matt making so many other connections. He was such a social threat that his own alliance team went against him. Um, He had such a good social game and he was very under the radar. He would throw comps because he felt so safe. Um, And he was such a villainous player. Honestly, a lot of people don't respect him, but he made up this giant lie that his girlfriend had, I can't remember what it was. She was very sick. I don't know if it was cancer. She was very sick. Complete lie. But he was able to manipulate people to literally want him to bring him to the end because he was saying that he needed this money for his wife because she was so sick and she, they needed the money. He was able to manipulate that. And when they, when they came into the jury and when they found that out, people were pissed. So I feel like he'd look at as a very villainous player, but able to manipulate people and such a good social game. I think he'd be really good for a second chance. I haven't seen him, but based you on what you're saying, him, he sounds I like promise. I would love him. So locking that in for Champagne is going to be Matt from BB12. Um, so my final guy pick, also a pretty villainous character. Um, I honestly hated him when I watched him for the first time, but I think he would also be really entertaining back on um, a second chance of season is Polly from BB18. Um, I think he brought so much drama, really strung along Zakia. Um 
and he did it flawlessly. Like she, she really, even in the jury house, she went back to him after the game was over. I think that he could really make some waves. And he, on the challenge, for example, he's done so well on the challenge. He's not afraid to cause a wave. He's not afraid to try to intimidate people. And I think that could really bring a level of drama and a level of entertainment value to a Big Brother second chance this season. Yeah, I honestly didn't consider that, but you brought up some really good points. So that's a pretty solid pick. Thank you. Thank you. So locking in my final male pick, it's going to be Polly from BB18. So now that we have given you all of our picks, before we go back and read through our whole list, we're going to give you a couple honorable mentions. Um, so Champagne, get us started. Just two each. What's what's one of your honorable mentions? Okay. So I actually had Victor from BB18. And Ooh. I don't know. Like the thing is, he was such a big physical threat, but he was able to literally win his back his way back in twice. Um, I don't know. I think he was pretty good socially, but he was looked at as a bit big threat. But I think as a second chance, I think he'd be able to learn from his mistakes. I don't know. I think Victor was a really good pick. And then I also had, oh, I don't know. I'm like, this is so cringy. I also had Beast Mode Cowboy from BB16. I think, oh. here's the thing. Without a showman's, I think he could do very well. He was very loyal to the boys. He could win comps and he was extremely loyal. And I feel like people are going to look at him as a very loyal player and they're going to want to stick with him. Same with Cody and BB All-Stars. He was looked at as a very loyal player and everybody wanted to align with Cody. So I feel like if Beast Mode Cowboy was on without any showmances, I think people would really want to align with him because he's a big threat. He could win comps and he's very loyal. Good thing he did not make it on our list. I've I've seen him on Survivor twice and he was so underwhelming. I don't want to see him again on my TV screen. Um, my two picks, <laughs> one of them was, um, Audrey from BB17. I think she really also a problematic person. All, if you notice, almost <gasps> my Shut up. Are, I had that person too. Yeah. See, great. I think she would be a great addition. And I yep, think she I really also could be a Kelly Wentworth type person maybe and come back and maybe if she plays it right this time, learn from her mistakes, she could have done well, but she, like she was not in my top four girls, so she was not problematic enough. And then my last one is going to be, actually I have two, sorry, I'm cheating. Kat and Kemi, both from BB21. Kat was hilarious. I think mm. she'd be so fine to see again, but also just, I don't think it was strategic enough to make my list. And then Kemi, right. um, I think she was in a house with racist people running it, frankly and i think she just didn't have a fair shot so i would love to see her play again um but also just also i didn't see enough of her she didn't try it didn't seem like she tried enough from what i saw um to make my top list so that wraps up our episode so our final cast for big brother second chances you got paula originally from bb16 helen from bb15 devin from bb16 eric stein from bb8 vanessa from bb17 Haley from bb20 lawan from bb13 brett from bb20 Jessica Graff from BB19, Alyssa Riley from BB15, Tiffany from BB18, Johnny Mac from BB17, McCray from BB15, Caitlin from BB20, Matt from BB12, and Polly from BB18. I think that is a great list. I would kill to see this happen. Many um, dynamic characters. I think the different um, way they interact with each other would just be so entertaining to watch. Um, so I, Big Brother casting producers, if you're out there, please do this. Hopefully not too soon. Um, we already are kind of sick of all these returners especially with that last season maybe give it a little bit of a break but we hopefully we can good see this players. cast yes hopefully we can get a new cast out there soon and I would love to see a BB Second Chances so that wraps up our um, BB Second Chances episode let us know what you thought about our picks and if you disagree or agree if you're Team Lathe or Team Champagne because we obviously are very divided in this episode <laughs> 
And we have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what we made so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. You guys find me on TikTok at LOLath and Champagne at All Things Reality. If you have any requests or comments, you can shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast.gmail.com. Next week, a little bit of a teaser for next week, I'm happy to announce that we will be having Lauren Ashley Beck, the former Survivor finalist, in the building, fourth place fire queen, um, Survivor Secrets uh, icon on TikTok. We will be interviewing her next week, posted next Thursday, so keep an eye out for that. We will see you next week with that interview. Bye, guys.